Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, all ages. Once again, it's that time of the week that you love to turn on Spotify, iTunes, anything you like to listen on podcasts, and hear the subtle stylings of camo arts. <laughs> so without any ado, here's the man, the myth, the legend himself, camo arts. Hello, this is Camo. Welcome back to another episode of Reaching Out. Um... Now, we haven't really been keeping to anything, right, <laughs> to a certain topic or something. So, I mean, we've we've been having these chats and everything, and it's fireside chats, fireside chats. <laughs> you got to do it on wispy voice. Fireside chats. Um, but I, I thought I'd talk about something that, that I want to do this week that I haven't told you. I, I didn't I didn't text you about this. You did it on purpose. I did it on purpose. I had, um, I had a really bad anxiety attack uh, a couple days ago um, while I was driving a couple of guests uh, to the airport. Mm. Yeah. Is that a first while driving guest? No, but it was uh, probably the worst one. Mm. I I kept my, uh, I want to say I kept my composure, but I was I was obviously getting all fidgety. Um, my breathing started uh, going faster and started fidgeting, and uh, my legs started shaking and stuff like that. And we're just going down the highway, and man, I I swear my hands went tingly and. I felt like a really cold sensation in my chest and my legs and everything. It just, it was, it was a horrible experience. What brought it on? <laughs> Not talking. <laughs> mm. um, I don't know, just thinking about mortality and existence and stuff like that. I mean, that brought it on. Um, I was trying to um, do what my therapist said and just bring myself into the moment. I, I forgot what she called it. Um, where you look around and name three, like things that you see, things that you hear, things that you feel, stuff like that, uh, to bring me back into the moment and uh, forget about that. Didn't work. And, um, <laughs> well, at least not this time. Not this time. Uh, so it, it went on for about five minutes or so before um, I finally spoke up and started having a conversation with the guests in the van. And it, it brought me back down a little bit. But I had to sit at the airport for a good 20 minutes to calm down after that. Mm. Yeah, it, it was bad, man. Yeah. So how far in traffic were you? Like how far were away from the airport? Um, I was about halfway. So it was like a good ten minutes or so um from the airport. Yeah, that's the scary part of the drive. Yeah. Yeah, it um it wasn't a good feeling, man. It's um I hate that too, because it, it might my mind won't stop thinking about the thing. It's just like, just, just the thought of non-existence. 
after existing for <laughs> 33 years. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of scary. But I did miss my medication the night before. So that may have had a hand in it. I don't know. But um, scary stuff, man. It's just, I don't know. I, uh, it's stuff that I think about every now and then, and uh, I wish I didn't. I wish I can just like forget that all the stuff that I've learned, like about death and stuff like that. That way, I can just like be happy more often. <laughs> so, have you ever have you ever looked into meditation? I haven't looked into it. I'm I'm thinking that's more of an answer for both of us, yeah, than anything, because even as a Christian, you're supposed to meditate on the Word night and day. Okay, so you hear that, but it's kind of like fasting, where you know this concept mm -hmm. that you have no clue about. Yeah. What is meditation? What is the art of it? What it? How do you do it? I know Buddhist monks do it. Yeah. But really, I I truly believe God has been bringing me to meditation. Okay. Because what it is, or at least what I've gathered, mm -hmm. because like even in the book I read, um, passive. It's, it's more passive marketing, but it talks about meditation. Okay. And I was like, wow, I can't get away from this scene. Yeah. And basically what I'm getting, it's centering your mind. It's controlling your thoughts. Okay. And it's funny because as soon as I, I heard this and I had, like you said, you never told me about this, mm -hmm. but I immediately thought of you and all the talks we had because you sent around mainly when you when you shut up. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a way to not be overwhelmed by your thoughts. Yeah. But to really be able to focus. Like, I know it sounds weird, but it's a way for you literally to like plan your day to sit down and think about a concept mm -hmm. and start pulling things out of your mind on how it works. And we, the way it's always been explained to me, and even the way up until now, mm -hmm. is a bunch of words that I still always was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And really, it's a way to just slow down your thinking mm -hmm. and focus. Yeah. It's kind of like what your therapist, like, I've heard that concept of where you, you get in the moment. Yeah. And you pick things out and you're like, you know, I'm driving a 2,000 pound van, you know, I need to focus. Yeah. But really it's, a, it's really simple concept where you just, you find a way to calm yourself mm -hmm. and plan. Okay. Like you have to, and the way, the reason why I finally got it, because the guy said, when you first start doing it, you'll think about anything and everything. Okay. And that's what always got me because nobody said, 
it's okay to think about anything and everything. Yeah. You got a million things going, but the art of meditation is li- literally like shoving past everything. Yeah. And getting to what you're looking for. Okay. So in the Christian realm, meditation on the word is literally getting down to what the word means. Meditation in a yoga sense is emptying yourself of all the badness, I guess. Yeah. Which I don't agree with because, you know, yoga is evil. But even in that in that sense, meditation has its purpose. Mm. So for you, meditation would be, I guess, finding out that you're not dying. And it doesn't matter right now mm-hmm. because you're you need to live in the moment. Right. And that's what your therapist basically did, yeah. you know, and it, it's a good tool. But I mean, I think meditation for you may may be an answer. You could be more Buddhist monk. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm willing to try, man. I, I'm getting tired of these these anxiety attacks and feeling scared all of a sudden (laughs) i know i won't come off my pills for a while yeah my doctor was trying to wing me off because she believed that it was more environmental rather than a physical oh yeah and i was driving delivering for grow hub Mm -hmm. and i've never had an anxiety panic attack never and i had one for 40 minutes oh wow yeah, my heart was like beating out of my chest. Everything was tight. Oh, yeah. I was like bawling. I it, it started when somebody pissed me off in traffic. It was two lanes, and the guy wouldn't get out of the middle or let me pass, and I just went off. And it was, yeah, yeah. I even got on a pill, back on a pill that makes me tired, like extra tired. I can't explain it. Like it sounds oh. Appeal made you tired. Oh, well, <laughs> but it's like, I can't keep my eyes open and I was taking it and I was falling asleep while driving my kids to school. Oh, wow. Like that tired. Yeah. And so I'm back on that. I haven't been back to my doctor, but I'm going to cuss her out and say, no, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you got me on, you can't take me off. Yeah. I never want to experience that again. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter how long it is and I'm not trying to outdo you. Like, and it's funny that you said you had forgot your pill the night before. Yeah. Like, I can tell the difference if I skip a pill and it's very real, like, but I've never experienced, like, I'm talking, I was getting off my pills for like a week. Oh, yeah. And it just was like, oh, man. So. Yeah. It's, it's. It's no joke, man. You just like (laughs) I uh, I wanted to pull over. Like I've had these panic attacks and and anxiety attacks before, and with people in the van, that that really sucks. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at least when I'm by myself, I can listen to a podcast. Or listen to music or whatever and get in that moment and just sing along with what I'm listening to. I'll listen to um, Dungeons and Daddies or uh, Critical Role or 
a new podcast I've been listening to called Dudesy. Um, we'll go back to that. Okay. Because um, that sounded interesting. Yeah, it's it's very good. Um, but I, I I just need to uh, keep my mind occupied while I'm driving. That that that's that, that's I think that's the thing. I, I need to talk to people. Um, Unless uh, you have a skill set, yeah. Because I think your therapist definitely has. I think once you can tame it, mm-hmm. it's kind of like even with the meditation. Yeah. Like it's it's not going to work right at, at first. Yeah. You have to work it. Yeah. Um, I finally watched Doctor Strange. So it's very much like that, learning how oh. to do the time and, you know, do the hand motions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You have to practice at it. Yeah. It's not like meditation has been around for as long as the earth's been here. Mm. I mean, it's just one of those things that people have find, found a way to center themselves mm-hmm. and gain balance. Yeah. So once you master the skills, then you can probably, you know, go days without listening and stuff. Yeah. I just want to throw that in there because there are people that are, I've been told anything from, well, you're not a good Christian if you're on pills. Um, mm. Christians don't get depressed. They don't, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I was a product of the 80s, that's, you know, that's so. very backwards thinking there. Uh, yeah, that's not true. I mean, you can love God with all your heart, but you can still get depressed. <laughs> you can still ex- experience anxiety and stuff like that. I mean, even Jesus uh, had anxiety in the garden before. Before they came and got them. Well, my body cringes as soon as you say that, but that's also, I've never. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like, um, it took me a while for even joy. You know, somebody told me one time that Jesus wasn't joyful all his life. I was like, what? Where? Huh? But then I realized he had a justified anger whenever he went into the, the, the synagogue and tore the hell out of it. Oh yeah. So, I mean, he didn't have joy at that time. He had to take care of his father's house. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just because it's a new concept and I cringe doesn't mean it's not true. It's just whenever somebody tells me something that I've built up walls or it's in my foundation, Mm -hmm. I'm like, and then I spend a month thinking about it. And that's how I end up. Okay, it's true. It's not true. You're full of it. I'm full of it. You know. Yeah. I have I have to think upon it to get new concepts in my head. Mm-hmm. I protect myself that way, and sometimes it builds up my pride. Sometimes it destroys it. I guess. You know. Well, I'm good now. I'm making sure to take my <laughs> my medicine. I I got um. Uh. I got automatic refills, so they send me my medication, so I don't have to worry about driving out anywhere or forgetting to go and pick it up. It comes in the mail, so that's good. I so, just, just got to remember to take it. <laughs> so what's the deal with this new podcast? Oh, dudesy. Um, okay, so 
it was um, it was like a whole line of things that led me to it. I was I was watching reels on or shorts on um, YouTube, and uh, I guess Harlan Williams has his own podcast called the Harlan Highway. You know, you know who Harlan Williams is right. No, he was on Rocket Man. Uh, he was on Dumb and Dumber. He played the uh, the highway trooper that drank the pee. Jim Carrey peed in the bottle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Harlan huh. Williams. He has his own podcast, but he had Pauly Shore on there, and I started watching that, and then I started watching more episodes. But he had Will Sasso on there. And that was a really funny episode, but Will Sasso had mentioned that he's got his own podcast called Dudesy, and it's completely run, managed, and um, controlled by AI. Really? Yes. So it's Will Sasso and his friend, um, Chad, doing a podcast, but all the segments and all the topics and everything are brought to them by this AI called Dudesy. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what they had to do, they had to uh, give this AI all their passwords, all their um, social media information, access to their texts, emails, calls, and all that, so it can create content for them. So it's like the first AI run podcast. Hmm. Yeah. Will Sasso's always on the front line. Yeah. He's funny, man. Yeah. And his his um his impersonations are like spot on. Who was that other guy from Mad TV that was known for his impersonations? You remember who I'm talking about? Like he could do Frank Caliendo. You remember him? Oh, yeah. The guy who does the uh, John Madden. Yeah. Frank Caliendo? I believe that's his name. I think that's his name. That guy. Yes. Yeah, he's funny. Did you know the Harlan Williams created a um, little kid show? Did he? It's like um, Pup Pals or something like that. It's really good. Like, I watched it as an adult. (laughs) <laughs> that dude is on another level, man. He, he's he, he's out there. Because <laughs> the 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 reel that I saw uh, with him and Polly Shore, he's like, he he asked Polly Shore if he has uh, polio. <laughs> he's like, I, I don't know how, how how can you tell? He's like, well, do you go in the bathroom in the morning and look in the mirror and goes, man, you're <laughs> you got polio. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's just that's so weird. Yeah, he's he's something else, man. He's I, I think he's hilarious though. Yeah, but just the random stuff he says. I love that kind of humor. Just like the the <laughs> the type of things that. He says that catch you off guard. Like the hell did he just say? <laughs> yeah. I loved it when he killed a horse, a police officer horse. You remember that? Ooh, which one was that? Um, bait or half baked? 
Harlan? He was in that? Oh, he was in that. He killed the horse, and he was the one that went to jail. Oh. He killed Buttercup. Oh, yeah. Buttercup! <laughs> it, it's, been, it's been a few years since I've seen that. I just remember, uh, let's see, Dave Chappelle's in that, right? Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle and, um, uh, gosh dang it, I, I met him at the at the hotel. Uh, ah, crap, the other guy. Oh, the um, comedian. Jim Brewer. Yes. yes, oh my God, he's so hilarious. Yep. And he pulls off the stoner so well. Oh, yeah. Uh, super nice guy in real life, too. I met him over at the hotel while he was checking in. I think I kind of creeped him out, though. Because <laughs> he was he was trying to check in, and I turn around, and I see him at the desk. But I, I was I was looking at him, trying to figure out, and I'm like, is that really him? And, and I just started smiling, and he looks at me and goes, hi. And I'm like, hi. And I walk up, I'm like, are, are you? I, for some reason... <laughs> I know his name is Jim Brewer, but I almost said Bill. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, are you? Bing? Before I say Bing, he goes, yeah, yes, I am. I'm like, Bing he goes, wait, who do you think I am? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, I know you're Jim Brewer. I almost said Bill Burr for some reason. <laughs> and he is definitely somebody I confuse him with. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Uh, Bill Burr is just like his, his, his <laughs> I like him too, but golly, man, he goes on these angry tangents every yeah. now and then, but, uh, I, I like him too. I watch all his specials also. Yeah. I, I think my fit, well, I don't really watch Jim Brewer anymore. Um, just because his, he does have a lot of weed comedy. Mm. Um, but the machine. Oh, uh, Burt Kreischer. Yeah. Yeah. He's funny, man. Have you seen his new movie? The machine? Not yet. Okay. Um, Joanna and I have been planning on watching that. It looks pretty good. Our big movie watch it's on is going to be Super Mario Brothers. Okay. It came out on August 3rd already. Oh, cool. That could be a wild tangent we can go on because I remember waiting years as a kid Mm -hmm. and it drove me crazy because all of a sudden i started noticing like i think the mighty ducks came out in 93 and i always wanted to see it and it didn't come out until 94 on video yeah and i just recently found out that it was a huge flop in theaters and then it didn't become popular until vhs came out but anyway like i remember years in between and I would forget it would come to VHS. Mm-hmm. Of course, it wasn't until 94, 95 that we really started getting in Blockbuster mm-hmm. because we didn't have VCR. Yeah. Like we were one of those people that rented the VCR for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And then we get the money back once we took it back. Oh, wow. So, but yeah. And now all of a sudden, Super Mario Brothers came out what? After January, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's already on streaming? Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the movies during the pandemic premiered on streaming. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they complain and they're, they're writing, you know, they're on writer's strike right now. Yeah. But yet the turnaround time is 
I don't know. Remember you could get like VHS movies at like McDonald's? Mm-hmm. I remember we got the Adams Family movie over at McDonald's. That's bonkers, man. There was like four movies. I remember that now. Yeah. Because it was Adams Family, Adams Family Values. Values. Yeah. And then two different ones. Mm-hmm. And they're all Halloween related. I think so. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, Dudesy. Yeah, that one's pretty good, man. Like, he'll, it'll go through, uh, like, Will's texts and stuff to all his friends and everything. And it will create, like, a childhood diary for him to read. A childhood diary? Like, it'll, It'll read through his texts and everything and his messages and all that and go through his like contacts and friends list and stuff like that. It'll create like like a fictional childhood diary for him to read on the podcast. Hmm. But <laughs> he has to do it in <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin's voice. So the segment is called Stone Cold Steve Austin reads Will's diary. His uh, childhood diary. So that's it's, amazing. It's hilarious. <laughs> and um, they do ad reads too. It, it'll come up with like a script for an ad read for like I don't know, like like Old Navy or Taco Bell or whatever like that. And he'll have him do it in um, in another voice. Most of his voices are like wrestlers, so it's uh, it's hilarious. But like <laughs> the the, uh, the ad reads start off like with Taco Bell and talking about chalupas and stuff like that, but it usually goes into some sort of conspiracy theory, and then it's awesome. then it circles back to <laughs> the main topic. <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Jesse Ventura. Yeah, yeah. He does the governor. Yeah. No, not the governor. No, but he was the governor of um, Minnesota. Oh, okay. But he does it in his voice and does the ad read. It's it's funny. <laughs> yeah, because Gov- or, um, Ventura has a unique voice. Yeah, really deep, really like drawn out. Yeah, and Will does some awesome. In person, he can do like Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan and uh, Arnold uh, and uh, the Governor. Yeah, and uh, the Undertaker and stuff like that. Steve Austin and all of those. It, it, it's just hilarious, man. I, I would recommend listening to it. I'm on like episode nineteen or twenty now. Yeah, I'm going right now through um, actual conspiracy theory podcasts. Like, I've been listening to a lot of JFK conspiracies, um, specifically JFK, but, I mean, the moon landing, of course, that's a big one. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Just something about the Umbrella Man and JFK that is like the creme de la creme. Of conspiracy theories. Yeah. Even though that one's been proven false. Oh. It was a 
there was a British book character that he would use an umbrella and it was a silent protest. Mm-hmm. And he just happened to be at the right spot when the president was shot. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I want to make a shirt that says back into the left. <laughs> I don't get that. That's how the bullet made the president hit. He went back and to the left. Oh. There, there's this one comedy show, or no, it was Seinfeld, and it keeps on replaying back and to the left, back and to the left, back and to the left. Is that when uh, the baseball player spat on Kramer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that magic piece of gum or spit yeah. was the same trajectory that JFK's bullet took. Oh, the magic really? bullet. Uh, okay, that's why that's why it was filmed like that. Yes. To look like. Okay. <laughs> but there was like another guy in the bushes. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and which there would have to be. And come to find out now, if these newer podcasts are true, the government has said there was a second shooter. Oh, really? Yeah. The Warren report was the de facto like report back then but now newer research has came out and they say it has to be a second shooter and my favorite conspiracy now like beside the umbrella man but the unproven conspiracy that it was a security guard that shot him within the car really yes huh because it was it's it's like three, three seats wide. Yeah. And there's certain levels to it. And there is also a weapon underneath the seat. Really? That was for emergencies. Oh. But that's a whole different. Good Lord, man. This happened in what? The 60s? 1963. Yeah. And we're still talking about it. Oh, yeah. This is going to be until we die. Because they have not. In 2017, the final, however many paperwork was supposed to be released. Yeah. Well, they keep on pushing it back and they won't release it. Hmm. So that's why. And then the ones they do release are literally, there was a piece of paper that had two words and one of them was Saturday. Huh. Because they have to follow guidelines on how and what they can redact and you know, for certain reasons. Yeah. And they feel like that, well, this podcast, not they, not the government. Yeah. It could have been, well, you have to release details about it. So they let you know what happened on a Saturday. Yeah. So. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Hmm. It It's... It's one of my favorite things to read or not research, but just listen to. Yeah. I mean, it's a getaway. I don't know how much I believe in it. You know, obviously he was shot. Mm-hmm. It depends if there was three or four shots done. I mean, but yeah, it's going to be something that will always nobody, I think, will truly know what happened. Okay. Because they're keeping it from us. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, these little ad reads in the conspiracy theories that they mention are, like, reptilians in the government and uh, something about the Denver airport or something. Oh, that's a di- that's a whole nother one. Yeah. Yes, there's an underground city underneath Denver airport. Yeah. 
and there's depictions of nuclear war on in plain sight. Yeah, I, they they did mention something about the murals inside the airport that they are a little unsettling. And the the not the Mustang, but the Bronco outside. Yeah, killed its actual artist. Did it fall or something? Yeah, yeah, I think I read about that. That's crazy, and they still kept it up. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know they paid for it, but it it's, killed somebody. Well, it's cursed now. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, man, dudesy, and it's really good. Uh, I would recommend checking it out. I already got a couple other people listening to it. That's got a fun name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Will, <laughs> he he goes off every now and then. He'll talk about uh, how uh, how Chad just falls in line with whatever dudes he says and stuff like that. Because like they have like homework to do. Like it'll give them something to do before the next I, episode, and, it, and um, so Travis, if, if they don't do sorry. it, they get um, they get a punishment. Really? Yeah. So, like, it's like, what's the punishment? Well, Will didn't do something one time, and uh, his punishment was to uh, <laughs> fully dress up like the crow. And do the next episode in full crow cosplay. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I thought that was a funny episode, though. Oh, so is it a visual podcast, too? Yeah, it's on YouTube and um, it's also on Spotify and all that. Okay. Yeah. Because now while I'm driving, I'm either reading a book or watching a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah it's pretty funny they uh they have um like if you if you watch it like between them they there's um uh will's dog he's got a little he's got a little brown dog named Julio, and he just sleeps between them <laughs> really yeah are they on like a couch no there's two separate chairs and his dog bed is just a little bit behind, but right in the middle, so you can still see him sleeping there. Okay. But Will gives him his own. Uh, he gives Lulio his own voice, and he's like this. He sounds like this like old Italian man. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, but I like it though, man. It's it's just something new that I that I uh, stumbled upon while listening to the Harlan Highway podcast. What was that one? The Harlan Highway. I know. What, what's it about? Oh, uh, Harlan just brings in like friends and other celebrities. Oh, okay. I I remember that one now. Yeah, I was like Harlan Highway. <laughs> uh, but the Will Sasso episode is hilarious because like they're they're both Canadian, mm. and um, they talk about like. Canadian stereotypes and stuff like that. Like, what's the most common Canadian stereotype? A boot. Now that they're all, like, super friendly and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like, you don't know what kind of a-hole I am. <laughs> they do tend to be friendlier. Well, yeah. I haven't met a Canadian I don't like. 
Sorry, you Will were, Rogers. <laughs> well, I mean, you work in a hotel. You get to meet more people. Yeah. I only met, like, well, in college, there was a lot of transfers from Canada. Yeah. But personally, no. I think I've only known, like, one or two. Okay. Yeah, I met a few, and um, they've all been really nice. It's 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 very interesting to meet people from all over the U.S. and hear the different accents. Yeah, from uh, different areas of the U.S. It's very interesting, especially Minnesota, Minnesota, you know? Wisconsin, and all that. Don't you know? Oof. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, everybody that I met has been super friendly and stuff like that. I mean, from all over. I mean, even people usually talk down about like people from New York and stuff like that. It's people from the Northeast saying that they're mean and uh, grumpy and they don't have time for for the <laughs> for the Midwesterners because they're always like fast paced and stuff like that. Nah, everybody I've met's been really nice. I don't know about fast paced, but they are a holes. Are they? <laughs> I mean, New Yorkers compared. I look at stereotypes. There's a reason why it's a stereotype. I guess it doesn't fit everybody. Mm-hmm. But then again, people are stupid. A person is smart. Okay. So if you get around the masses, the stereotypes come out in like brand terms. Yeah. But one on one, I mean, people are unique. Yeah. They're fun to talk to. Yeah. And then you just want to punch some in the face. <laughs> Most people want to punch me in the face, so. Ah, I don't want to punch you in the face. Most people, though. I've had expert feedback. <laughs> uh, let's see. What did we have at the hotel? Oh, we had the Rotary Club at the hotel. Um, it, was a, it was the smaller group. It was just like... Um, like territory leaders and stuff like that, having a small meeting. But we usually have like a huge like conference or meeting or whatever over at the hotel where it's like all like a bunch of like rotary members and they bring the kids there as well. And that's usually a good time. Uh, everybody's super well behaved and uh, everybody's really nice. And they, uh, they usually want to, shuttle and go out and eat and stuff like that so there's one group in particular from the rotary that i always take out to the sputter every year mm. yeah they know you they give a better tip yeah. <laughs> um no super friendly folks I, I i really enjoy that group and um i enjoy talking to them every year so but um other than that, nothing, nothing much at the hotel. I mean, there's stuff going on, but these last two groups didn't really utilize the shuttle that much, like uh, the the coaches group and Oklahoma Tax Commission and stuff like that. They all just drove themselves around, so I was just left twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> well, I mean, now with the invention of Uber and Lyft, I mean, you probably get less and less. It really sucks. It really killed the shuttle service. Uh, compared to how it used to be. I used to be like super busy all the time before Uber and Lyft came around. But I mean, it's good. It, it, it 
allows people to make some extra money if they need it. So that's good. But for people whose job depends on like tips and stuff like that, it's it's just kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you get paid a decent hourly wage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just I like to stay busy, though. So. But um, let's see. Oh, you said you mentioned that uh, that you finally made your way through Doctor Strange. Yes. Yeah. How was that? I actually liked that. I I didn't know how I'd like the whole. I don't know. Just looking at it, I didn't know how I'd like Doctor Strange. Yeah. And now I'm a huge fan. I think it's up there with Thor. Um, okay. Thor being, of course, my favorite. Like Marvel movie series. Okay. Uh, what was the last Thor one that you watched? I'm not yet to Ragnarok. Okay, so you saw the Dark World. The first two, at least I know. Yeah, you got Thor, and I think Thor: The Dark World. I think that's the second one where he goes against uh, like the Ice Giants or something. Or yes. The Frost Giants. Okay. Um. Then I think. Ragnarok is the next one. And then... Love and War? Love and Thunder. Or Love and Thunder. Yeah. I love that one. That yeah. one's cool. Um, not not necessarily... I mean, the, the Jane Foster thing was pretty cool, but I really like Christian Bale's character in that one. Mm. Uh, he plays a guy called uh, Gore. The God, the God Killer or something. Is very interesting. I, I like his character. Gore. Yeah. There's a guy at the BMX Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, named Gork. Gork. Yeah. Oh. He's a inductee. Okay. And he works there. And when we have our business meetings, he's always there setting up. He's like a. He actually works for the Hall of Fame. Oh really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know until this time that they have Olympic athletes that came up, come in and train there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Right so they're like an official a United States Olympic training team site. Oh, that's cool. And that's here? Okay. Yeah, in Tulsa. Really? Yeah. Nice. It's on Highway 75 leading out of town before you get to Peoria, mm-hmm. you can look to your left and see a huge awning. Then they always have nationals here. I mean, Tulsa's had... It's not the Titan Sports Complex. No. Okay. No, it's like the hardesty BMX Hall of Fame complex. Oh, okay. I got you. But, um... Let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, we watched the... uh, Did I tell you Noah and I watched the new... uh, The new Flash movie? No. Yeah. I saw The Flash in another movie. The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, yeah. I love Ezra Miller <laughs> as an actor. Yeah. I can't say I like him as a person anymore. Yeah. Uh, we but enjoyed it, it. It was really good. Um, I mean, a lot of people have, like, complaints about it. Uh, there were a lot of people who didn't like it. I enjoy it for what it is. It's it's got action. It's got callbacks to like old characters and stuff like that. 
And there, there were some parts that made me lose my freaking mind because I got excited. <laughs> um, uh, I enjoyed it, though. So I think one of the biggest complaints people have is they have a TV show and movie running simultaneously, and they're not the same character. Oh, uh, yeah. The, and, the, the Flash? Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, it's that, you know, they'd rather see the TV guy as a movie. Yeah. But that's just because Ezra Miller is a jerk. Um, hold on a minute. Didn't... I forgot his real name, but didn't the guy from Daredevil appear in a, in a Marvel movie? Are you talking about the guy who played no, 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 no. The, the guy from the TV show Daredevil, because he's a lawyer when he's not dressed up as when he's not doing the Daredevil stuff. Yeah, Matt Murdock is a is a lawyer, but I think he represented somebody in a movie. I I'm not sure if it was Spider Man or what, but he made an appearance in one of the movies. But I, I thought that was really cool because someone from the show finally made it on to yeah. one of the movies. I'm just waiting on the Punisher to have his own movie. Uh, John Bernthal to have his own Punisher movie. Well, they have done the Punisher in the past. Well, I know. I mean, I mean, you got the first one with Dolph Lundgren. He played the Punisher. Yeah. And then uh, Thomas Jane played him. And then I, I forgot the other guy after that. Punisher Warzone. I don't remember his name, but I wasn't a huge fan of that one. I mean, I liked the Thomas Jane one a lot. Uh, that one was my favorite. It had a really cool soundtrack and um, just the overall look and his uh, his uh, his logo was really cool. I really liked that one. Um, Why is Punisher all about his logo? Like the one thing everybody brings up is his logo. I don't know, probably because, what was that sniper's name? Chris Kyle? Yeah. Always wore it and stuff like that. Mm. And now now it's more of a more of a political symbol now and stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the classic logo was, was cool, but now it's more, it, it's, it's, it's grittier. It's, it's a lot more, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I really like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like his logo. Yeah. But, I mean, I always thought that kind of made him a weaker superhero. Because instead of talking about him, it's like, oh, look at his logo. Oh. I agree. He's more than just just the skull on his chest and stuff like that. I think I like the original logo better. The original? Mm-hmm. The one with the clean lines and everything. <laughs> well, cleaner. Cleaner. But I think <clears throat> the teeth are kind of stupid no matter what. Oh, yeah. Uh, Somebody create, recreated the skull logo and, like, what it would look like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
if you don't know what we're talking about, go look up Punisher logo and then imagine a human being with the long teeth. I can just get Gary Busey. <laughs> no. Um, no, I really like the Punisher. It'd be cool to see John Bernthal's version of him like in an actual Marvel movie. I thought that'd be pretty cool. I think he does a great job, and I, I like his backstory in that. And um, I don't know, I I really enjoyed the uh, the series, but they pulled the plug on it, unfortunately. Um, like a bunch of shows that I like, they always freaking pull the plug on it. Like like uh, Stand Against Evil. Yeah, I love that show. I've seen a couple episodes. I love his <laughs> I love his attitude about everything in that show. It's just this this retired sheriff. <laughs> and every time something evil comes along, whether it's like uh, <laughs> like a witch or a demon or whatever, he always has this attitude like, oh, I don't have time for this crap. <laughs> I just want to sit down. Watch my shows and enjoy my retirement. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It, it was a great show, and it, it ended like very open ended to where it would lead into a new season, but they pulled the plug on it, which is which is kind of a downer because I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just just little stuff, like, and I have one of the guys from. Uh, Always sunny in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. The uh, the deputy in that show, he was one of the McPoyle brothers. Mm. Yeah. And he, he always plays like this goofy character or whatever. I, it was good, though. I liked it. Yeah, I'll watch that every now and then. But um, You think he's already been typecasted? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen anything else with that with that main guy. Since then, he he played uh oh god what was his name he was in Scrubs. I don't remember him on that. The, the main guy on Stand Against Evil. Oh, John C. McGinley. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't been on a lot of stuff. And only lasted three seasons. Yeah. But he's funny, though, man. Are we done yet? Was it after? No. Scrubs lasted until 2010. I don't think there is anything. Well, that's a bummer. See, he was on The Animal. Scrubs, are we done yet? Office space. Office space, yeah. He was one of the Bobs. <laughs> Wild Hugs. He played a cop on that one, too. He was in two episodes of Bra- or Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, was he? No, he's literally got one, two, three, four, five, six things after Stan versus Evil. Oh, okay. Okay, this is interesting. Uh... Wagons East. Have you seen that? No. Okay. I want to say this was John Candy's last movie. No. No? 
It wasn't? Okay, never mind then. I haven't seen it though. Cool Runnings. When did that come out? I have no clue, but I was watching um something on Cool Runnings and it said John Candy's last movie. Oh, okay. That's the only reason I know that. Oh, he died in 94. John Candy died in 94. And Wagon Z's came out in 94. Um, hmm. What were we talking about? Right now, we're kind of just rambling at the end of the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, the uh, the original thing. Oh, sorry. Okay, the last episode we came out with, I was going through a bit of tooth pain. And um, I, uh, yeah, I had the abscess on the roof of my mouth and it made it really hard to eat. And I only had half a tooth. And that nerve was starting to get exposed. So I think that's why I was going through so much pain at that time. And um, I wasn't able to get my tooth pulled the day before that episode because my blood pressure was too high. Oh, I take that back. Hmm? He he died on the set of Wagons East. Oh, he did? Yeah. I guess my information was wrong. Oh. Yeah, because Cold Runs was 93 and then Wagon Thieves was 94. And I looked it up and it said, it's widely known as John Candy's last movie as he died on set. Oh, wow. Hmm. Well, that just ruined the whole mood. Oh, I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, my, my blood pressure was way too high. It was like 215 over 100. So that's that's way too high. Joanna said that was like stroke and heart attack levels. So I needed to get that down. Um, but after the podcast, I, um, I, I was just like on a soft foods thing for a while. I was just yeah. doing like um, oatmeal and applesauce and just not, not doing – I will not take in uh, energy drinks and just drinking just just water for a while, for a while there. And a few days after the podcast, I uh, went up again and I uh, I got my tooth pulled. I was just going in there to get the abscess treated, um, get that taken care of. And they're like, "Oh no, uh, your your uh, blood pressure is a lot better now, so let's go ahead and get that tooth out." I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> And um, I was going to say, you didn't say anything about getting it out. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, I'm getting my tooth pulled. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, but I was worried the whole time because I thought they would have to put me under. Because they were talking about not, not um, giving me the anesthesia because my blood pressure was too high. I'm like, uh, okay. When I, when I think of anesthesia, I think that they're going to put me to sleep. No, they just gave me shots. And then numb me up and then just took it out. Mm. Yeah. I felt a lot better after he's like, no, 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 We're just going to numb you up and then you're not going to feel a thing. You're just going to feel some pressure. I'm like, oh, right on. So I felt much better after that. Nice. Yeah. Um, 
That did mess with my head, though, because you said I would hear the tooth breaking and stuff like that. Did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though, man. What 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 messes with me more than that is that freaking drill. Because it sounds like a bunch of radio feedback in my head. Yeah. And it, it just, I hate that sound so much. <laughs> did you feel any of it? I didn't feel it. Uh, I just felt a bunch of pressure. But when he was going after that abscess after he took the tooth out, he would just press on it with the, with his thumb, trying to get that all out of there. And he's just pushing as hard as he can. My head's going back. I think he's going to break my neck, man. Back into the left. Back into the left. <laughs> and we circle back to JFK. No. Uh, it's always about him. <laughs> uh, but no, man. Uh like, I was going to try to tough it out and go to work right after that. But about 45 minutes after I left, my face and my head started hurting like crazy. I'm like, I'm not going into work. <laughs> uh, so I took that day and the next couple of days off. Well, my the next couple of days were my old, my normal days off. So I had three days to, to recover. And, um, but they gave me some really good ibuprofen. Uh, the 800 ones? Yes. Those are nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm feeling much better now. Um, it's still healing. My my stitches came out. And um, Oh, wow. You got stitches? Yeah. Dang. Did you not? No, I've never had stitches. Oh. Yeah, they, they stitched it up, and uh, they came out, like, maybe four days ago. Three or four days ago, and um, uh, it's just kind of weird. Uh, still waiting on it to heal up. Have you had stitches with all your teeth pulled? Okay, that that's the first tooth I've had pulled. Dang, they must have tore you somehow. Oh, no, it's not bad. I mean, it would actually be better because that way you don't get dry socket. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It was funny though. While he was while they were doing it, um, you had the lady there, the assistant, uh, with with the little sucker thing, trying to get all the blood and whatnot out of the way, and he's trying to pull this tooth. He's like, "All right, let me know if there's any if you feel any pain or anything. Just tap my arm, and I'll stop." I'm like, "Okay," and they're just working and they're doing their thing. I'm like, "Ow!" He's like. What did you feel that? I'm like, no, you're pulling my beard. <laughs> uh, but that's the only pain I felt when they were like accidentally <laughs> yank a couple hairs out of my beard. Uh, but no, nah, man. Uh, when they were numbing me up, giving me the shots and everything, one that really hurt was like toward the front of my mouth. Yeah, that hurt like crazy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> the first one and the further up in your mouth you go. Yeah. He's like, okay, I want to give you a shot up in your jaw to try and numb you up pretty good. So he went like up behind my teeth and like up in my jaw. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> How many did you end up getting? Did uh, you count? Uh, maybe three or four. Yeah. Yeah. I tell mine that I I need extra. Yeah. And they give me about six. Holy crap. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, they were broken. Yeah. And so you don't want to feel it. No, you want to make sure you don't he didn't it. want me to feel it. I mean, 
every tooth I had pulled except the when I had surgery yeah. was in and out within 45 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I or, um, tooth exam, x-rays, and pulled. Okay. And so they don't mess around. He's like, you know, we get you numb, we'll get you out of here. Yeah. And I have had stitches when I had tooth, tooth or teeth pulled. Oh, okay. I forgot the big one when I had like everything removed. Yeah. It's uh, it was a bizarre thing. I I never had a tooth pulled or anything like that before. That was my first time getting stitches too. I thought you've had teeth pulled before then. Mm-mm. Mm. I've had my teeth worked on, like you know, fillings and stuff. Just oh, just never pulled. So that was interesting. And uh, they they had it on the table. Or the little tray uh, before I left. You know, I'm like, holy crap, look at you, you little piece of crap. And causing me all this pain for so long. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, man, I feel much better. I have no headaches, no no pain. I'm able to eat again. So everything's good except for my, my anxiety when I miss my medication. <laughs> uh, so I want to make sure not to do that again. Yeah, I want to try to... Uh, I'll look into meditation and see uh, see see if that helps. Anything, man. Is, I, I need to stop thinking about that stuff and and um, just focus on the here and now instead of stuff that I can't help in the future. Yeah, yeah. Because I need to be, like I said before, I need to be level headed, enjoy being here while I am, stuff like that, and try to create. Some sort of legacy or whatever, and um, try to be here for my friends and my family. So, so on that note, do you have any ending words for the audience? Well, if if you're going through anxiety or panic attacks or depression or whatever, just just know that you got people that you can talk to, and feel free to reach out on the uh, reaching out page or group. Um, and uh, we'll sit and talk. We'll we'll try to schedule something. We'll get together. We'll go to Panera or go to uh, the park. Or you can come over to my place and we'll sit and talk and try to uh, work it out together. But uh, just just always know that you don't have to go through this stuff alone. You, you got someone here that's been through it as well. And so I can... I can relate to you, but I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I hope you have a great weekend. If you need some something, need someone to talk to, shoot us a message. And on that note, I've been R.A. Crate and Cameron. And until next time, KSITJ.